Till I'm Tiptoed You Dot com The podcast about pop culture Black history and spirituality Yeah It's about to be a great vibe Dr. Tip Gonna take it away Till I'm Tiptoed You Hey y'all, hey, it's your girl Tip. Thank you for joining me for another edition of Tell Em Tip Told You, the podcast where I share all my musings with you about Black history, Black culture, and Black spirituality. I owe you an apology, don't I? I know I've been missing. I know I've been missing. Listen, this episode is not about excuses, but I do want to share with you some things that happened. Okay, so let's just jump right into it. The world is a mess right now, y'all, ain't it? Like, oh my goodness, there's war and rumors of war. There's pandemic, there's climate change, there's uh, instability, political instability. It's economic insecurity for a lot of us. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just. And I got caught up in the superwoman thing. I got caught up in believing that because I could think through systems and um, I was relatively secure living with my parents and, you know, sharing resources with the family and, you know, that these things did not affect me. And what happens when we ignore our stress levels is that they climb and we don't even understand that we should be trying to mitigate their effects on our bodies. And it hit me, y'all. It hit me. It hit me in a way that was unexpected. Like I generally believe uh, or have experienced in the past where stress, it makes me break out. My cycle may be a little wonky that month, Um, you know, headaches, fatigue, so on and so You know, the, the normal, quote unquote, normal physiological effects that can result from um, working too hard or overextending oneself or being pulled in too many other, uh, different directions. And, you know, many of us experience that more frequently than we should and definitely more frequently than many of us would like to admit. But we do try to address these issues. Many of us are in therapy now. Um, we might go for a walk to get our, you know, to get the sunshine on our face, get some endorphins going, you know, we might try to meditate a little bit harder, pray a little bit harder, spend time with friends and family. You know, we do things to help alleviate our stressors when we feel them physiologically. Uh, Sometimes it's just laying down and taking a nap, right? But it hit me differently this time. Here's what happened. All of a sudden, it's Black History Month. Anybody who knows me know, you know, that's that's like Mardi Gras to me, baby. It's fun. Right? It's a celebration. And I was all set to pop off and had these wonderful posts. And I was trying to figure out if I was going to do a book a day or, you know, a profile a day of, of some person I thought was important or a proverb a day. Because y'all know I love proverbs. Um, African proverbs that he is not necessarily the book of the Bible. Although I, I'm into that, too. But, you know, hey. Um. So I had all these, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, just all this excitement around February 1st and 2nd. And then all of a sudden, it just, 
nothing, y'all. I couldn't make anything come. Like it was, it was crazy. I just, I would, you know, sit down at the computer and try to make a post and just nothing. I would take books off the shelf and find wonderful quotes and figure out how to, you know, frame them for, for my, for social media and things like that and nothing. So I was like, okay, well, let me at least do a couple of YouTube guided meditations and things like that and upload those for Black History Month. Nothing, y'all. I couldn't, my creativity was shot to hell. (laughs) I did, I got some writing done, but I think I was able to get the writing done because it was in partnership with other people. But on my personal projects, nothing, none of the, I just, y'all, it was nothing. And I've never been in a place like that before, particularly around black history, black culture, black spirituality. Like that's my thing. That's my jam. I I don't have those problems. And a couple of things happened. One was I got very, very frustrated that nothing was coming and imposter set in. So I was like, well, maybe the stuff I've been putting out all these years ain't no good anyway. Maybe that's why it won't come because it's not important. So that started. And then it was a comparison to other people who were able to push out. So I saw some really great content this time that I haven't seen that type of content before. We have moved past, gladly so, we have moved past just the, she's the first black, he's the first black, you know, so-and-so. I'm so glad we're past that. And it was really meaningful conversations happening. Um, did y'all see the guy on TikTok who has the who who did the 28 days of February, like the 12 days of Christmas? Oh my gosh, I I love that. I was just and then that sent me back into the imposter cycle because I was like, well, they're able to do it is is, you know. Um and then my middle age thing hit me. Um I have told close friends, and I'll say it to you because you know you family. At my age, I think I'm I'm beginning to hit the middle age syndrome thing. And I feel like there are no more undeserved blessings. So there was a part of me that felt like I was being punished for not doing more. And maybe that's why these things were taken from me. My voice removed from my mouth or whatever. You know, all these just... Which made the stress worse, right? Which made the blocks worse. And it was just a whole hell of a mess. <laughs> it was just a whole hell of a mess. And now here it is, the last day of February, and I finally feel like a little bit like myself again. But I think I feel a little bit like myself again because I allowed myself um, the last few days to rest, to remove the... There was a lot of self-judgment on me. I was putting a lot of self-judgment on me about um, not keeping up with the podcast, not keeping up with my monthly self-care YouTube series, not keeping up with, you know, even going live on, on Instagram like I normally do on Fridays. It was just, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. And I felt um, defeated. But it wasn't until the last few days of February that I've decided, no, it, it stress, babe, you need to rest. And so what I did was I allowed myself to just do the bare minimum, right? I did what I, I had to do for my job. I did what I had to do for my family. My, my room is, y'all, 
It look like a hoarder living here right now. <laughs> my room is a mess. I did just enough laundry to have clean drawers. Um, that's probably TMI, but you know, you like I said, you family. Um, I did just enough to get by. And I really gave myself the grace that I would extend to other people. And I want to say that to you. A lot of times we extend far more grace to others than we do to ourselves. And when we meet a sister or a friend who is struggling the way that we struggle sometimes internally, because that's the other thing. I really didn't tell a whole lot of people I was suffering. I just kind of let it ride. Now, people who know me may have been able to tell, like some of you may have been looking for my posts or you may have been looking for a live or, you know, I was supposed to post a YouTube self-care thing. Um, But luckily, you guys were gentle enough that you didn't really call me on it. But. If any of my clients or if any of my friends or anyone I know, if I recognize that in them, I would extend them a lot more grace than I was extending myself. And I really had to pause there. I had to understand that um, I deserve that, too. Like I deserve to be patient with myself. I deserve to be graceful with myself. I deserve to be kind to myself. Um. And I want to be transparent here because I don't ever want anyone to think that those life coaches, scholars, teachers, like all of us are human and we have our things and um, it doesn't mean we're perfect because we're in these positions. It means many of us are brave enough to be transparent about the process And so, yeah, so the last month I've been in a little bit of a a thing, (laughs) a funk. Um, In fact, my my therapist was like, I'm not going to tell you you have depression, but you, you know. And but, you know, I think what finally hit me was. You would have to be damn near superhuman to be living in the current climate, you know, all that's happening in the world and not be affected by it. Like if you're not affected by everything that's going on around you, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> right? I'm not saying that you, you know, all of us have anxiety or depression or whatever. I'm just saying that if you're not bothered in some way, form or fashion, either you're not paying attention or you've, which is a, another problem, you've gotten numb to it. Right. Um, and I think what's necessary in those moments are just, to, y'all, I YouTubed makeup videos and I watched all kind of TikToks and I just, there are books that I wanted to finish that I, I just, I, I had to give myself a rest from things that affect me emotionally so that I could do some healing, right? I remember one time one of my professors asked me how I was able to do 19th century black history. She talked about how it was so painful, such a painful period. Um, she couldn't understand how I love to be in the archives. And I think many of us who get who are passionate about doing the kinds of work we do around problems facing our communities forget how taxing that work can be because we are in the adrenaline of it. And um, I have been in the adrenaline of some things, trying to write them, create them, 
and didn't recognize what was happening to me. So I just wanted to be transparent with you about why there hasn't been a podcast episode in a couple of weeks and why the YouTube videos are coming but late. Um, And I wanted this episode to be dedicated to those of us who have these general feelings of lost productivity. I want to remind you that you are more than your productivity. You are more than your labor and you are far more than your work. Right. I think that's something we were socialized into as a result of enslavement is this idea that your my value is tied to my labor. And when the labor doesn't happen, many of us, particularly those of us who are type A-ish, I don't think I'm fully type A, but I, I have the tendency sometimes. Um, but that if we're not doing, then we, we are not worthy. If we're not doing, then we're not worth. Um, and we really have to sit and reflect on where that may be coming from and what it really says about how we see ourselves. Um, you know, this, this brother, this this one of the reasons why I like Southern men. They got that silver tongue, honey. Um, this, this guy used to say to me, you know, you're enough when you wake up in the morning. Now, he was just trying to holler, but... I want to remind you, if you're listening to this, you are enough when you wake up in the morning. When you open your eyes, you are enough. Like your labor is uh, a benefit that some of us get, right? That you should reap the rewards of. But it's not necessary for you to have value. You have value because you woke up this morning, right? And that's hard for some of us, particularly when we hit these creative blocks, Um, these obstacles that come from stress, it can cause us to spiral. Because if I only think I'm worth my labor, what happens for for me, okay? If I think I'm only worth my writing, what happens if I can't write? Like my whole identity is wrapped up in this, what I produce. And that's dangerous because at the moment I can't produce it. There's a problem. Um, And some of us have to deal with that. We got to, we got to dig into it. We got to settle with it. We got to reflect on it. Um, and I just want to tell you to give yourself grace and it's okay. The other part of that I want to say is, um, some of the stress may also come from a transition, right? I truly believe that there are transitions in our lives. In fact, you know, culturally African cultures, we got ceremonies, rites of passages for every major life transition. And unfortunately, in Western culture, we don't really have that to mark these periods of change in one's life. Like there are times when we're um, learning and then there are times when we're supposed to teach and we don't really recognize the formal transition into the different identities one has throughout one's life. I think that needs to be reclaimed. But in the meantime, When we go through those transitions, it can feel like, particularly if you've allowed your identity to be tied to your labor, it can feel like I don't even know who I am right now because I'm not doing X, Y, Z. And if I'm honest with you, there was a little bit of that going on was I don't feel like, like I realized the other day I'm damn near 50. And I love that my kids think I look young. They saw me in some jeans the other day and lost their minds, you know, that kind of thing. 
I love that. But the reality is I'm not that anymore. You know, I'm not a little 20, 30 year old bopping around in my chucks looking all cute. I still look cute and I still bop around a little bit. But you know what I mean? That, that there is a transition happening and there's a part of me that's grieving it because my identity has been tied to what I produced in my 30s, my 20s. And that's not what I'm producing right now, nor what I'm supposed to be producing tomorrow. Do you understand what I mean? That there is a transition period and some of us are feeling it and it's it's frightening because we've been tied to what was and not necessarily are we prepared for what is to come. Um, and that's where I'm saying we have to reclaim some of these cultural traditions that can help us with these transition moments. Um, but I want to I want to tell you how I've been thinking about it. You know, have you ever paid attention to a garden after a storm? Like the day after a storm, you go out to your garden. If you, For those of us who garden, you know, I'm, a, I'm an amateur, but I love it. You know, you go out to the garden after a storm and you're looking to see, you know, your tomatoes fell off the little tomato cage and they all bent over and some of them fell off the vine. And, you know, the dirt is mud is all splashed everywhere. And um, it, it can look like destruction. And if I'm honest with you, that's how it felt when I hit this block, you know, this month. It felt like destruction, like what's left, like everything has been attacked. What What's supposed to come from this? But smell the soil after a rain. It's like extra fertile. Like the storm came and it whipped through so that newness can come in its place. Right? I'm not even going to talk about, oh, yeah, but some of y'all even know about that, right? So the storm comes through to rip through so something new can take its place. And I think some of us are so busy concentrating on the destruction of what's being left behind that we forget this is a wonderful opportunity for growth. Like it's it's upsetting to me watching all these fascist education laws that are spreading throughout the country right now. And there's a part of me that's anxious and frustrated and angry and scared about what's coming. But there has to be a part of me that's also like, shit, the storm making way for something new. Right? We get to build something new. We get to imagine something new. That happens in our lives too on a micro level that if if the old is disrupted, it's only disrupted for you to make something new, for you to dream a new thing, for you to build a new thing, for you to enjoy and love a new thing. So, you know, I just wanted to remind you of that. That fungus grows from death and decay. Like life comes from that. I, I just I just want to give you that reminder as I, you know, by way of excuse. <laughs> By way of excuse. So hopefully my plan is to get back on schedule and have these podcasts up on Mondays. We'll see how that goes. Um, I'm also going to catch up with this radical self-care. So if you are uh, on the YouTube channel, then you know one of the things I promised was that every month of 2022, I was going to do something new with radical self-care, something new for me. It, it didn't necessarily have to be new for you. So I, I kicked it off in December with the isolation tank float. And then I, I missed January and then I missed February because I didn't do anything in February. So that means in March, I got three videos coming <laughs> on the radical self-care because I am going to catch up. I am going to catch up. I am going to dream again. I am going to embrace this transition and just dream a new thing. 
So who knows what this space is going to look like? It's I'm dreaming a new thing and I want your feedback. So, you know, feel free to send me an email at drtip at tellemtiptoldyou.com. If there's something particular you want to see on the podcast, if you want to see more guests or if you want more. I've, I've also been thinking about scripted episodes where you get a little bit of my writing, you know, uh-huh. see how it goes with that. Um, I've also been thinking about live podcasts. Like, what would that look like to record a podcast live? Um, maybe we'll play with that because I'm going to start the Instagram. I'm I'm going live Friday on Instagram. So maybe we'll record it and see how that looks and see how it goes. But um, I just wanted to talk you through that. And, and just in case I'm not the only person in this place, I wanted to share and build and see what happens. So don't forget to dream a grant again, again, and again. <laughs> Tell them to tell you. Have a good one, y'all.